So um, I'll start by doing a short review of last week. What did we learn last week? So this service is, is um, basically make we yarn service throughout. So it's now go yarn, right? Amen? We're going to talk. So please get your questions ready. If you, if you can't if you can if you can stand up to speak, you can write it down. Or you know, and you don't want to say uh, one of my friends. It happened to one of my friends. You know, so that people will not think uh, it's you. You are the friend, because you are a friend to yourself, right? So uh, you can write it down. So briefly, let's review what we learned last week. Can we have the mics go around, please? Um, someone sent me a note. So I'll just read our notes from my door. I took a lot of notes too. You know, we always should learn to take notes in church. Who wants to who wants to start? Can I okay? Praise the One Lord. thing you learned last week. Um I learned that we should be the person we want to marry. Mm. Like if we want to if we want to marry a kind, considerate person, we should also be kind and considerate. We shouldn't wish to marry someone who is kind and considerate. Meanwhile, we are not. Okay. And then, um, if we met ourselves, will we marry ourselves? Mm. So. Big question. Will you marry yourself? Or you say, God forbid, God or Jesus? Okay. Uh, someone else? I need to build, prepare myself to become like who I want to marry. Okay. I learned about purity before marriage. Okay. Abstinence from sex before marriage. Mm. That's a big one. Purity before marriage, abstinence. You know, um, we can't be like the world. If we are Christians, we have a culture of purity. You say premarital sex is a dangerous foundation of distress in marriage. I shouldn't cheat on Jesus, you know. So you are single now, but you are hooked to Jesus, so don't cheat on him. Keep your bodies pure and holy. Zip up, right? Tell your neighbor, zip up. Ah, you are not bold enough. Okay, let's let's dwell on that a bit. Let's dwell on that a bit. You know. Um, so, how do we achieve that? Is it achievable? Because it says it's 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 commonplace now. It's even the people that seem to be spitting fire and tongue talking and taking everyone and you know. And flowing all the gifts of the spirit. So how do we achieve? How do we achieve that? How do we achieve purity? Let's get real. What what practical steps do you do? How do you keep yourself pure? In a perverse and adulterous generation, like the Lord says, you know, how do you keep your purity? How do you keep what what works for you? Let's learn. Oh, you guys are not under pressure. You're not from time to time. You don't get under pressure. From girls, from guys, you know, you know the guys are just sweeping off your feet and you are melting like butter and all that. So what do you do? Okay, it's decision making. You make up your mind that you're going to do this and do it for yourself and for God, not for somebody. And then you back it up with prayer. By the help of God, you can achieve it. Okay. So she said the power of a made-up mind. Said this is what I want. What else? Praise the Lord. Okay. 
Um, another thing I think you should do is look for friends that have the same mission with you. Mm. Like she said, her friends helped, like they helped all of them to achieve their goals. So I think friends are really needed in this. Thank you. Okay. Look for friends with the same values. I think sometimes we underrate the power of our friends to change us. We just think, oh, I'm strong and all that. But your friends actually have an effect. Friends have an effect on us. Um, Chinasa. Decision is one thing. Another thing is working towards it. I can decide not to have sex in, in a relationship I'm in, but I should also, the other partner should have the same um, I'm ideology with me. So we both work together. For instance, if we go out and um, it's normal for, it's normal to have the feeling of wanting to have sex, but sometimes the other person might not be able to control himself. So it's left for me to, they should be, we should, we should discuss about it and also there should be deliberate action, attitude towards it. For instance, it's, um, in, in summary, the, the partner should also have the same view with me, and then it's also there. Pray about it. Prayer alone won't solve the, the issue of not having sex in a relationship. Thank you. Okay. So I think that was very, very good. Um, it starts with your partner having the same values with you. And that's talk, when we talk about being unequally yoked with unbelievers, you know, or unbelievers pretending to be believers. So have the same values so that you can help each other. Okay, Ronke, you want to say something? We don't really talk about, is also as a lady, you calculate your ovulation period if you're in a relationship. Your body is supercharged during your ovulation period. Don't go visiting alone during your ovulation. Don't even go visiting at all. It's a very physical but helpful way. Your body supercharged during ovulation. Even if he doesn't want to touch you, your body will be doing touch me, touch me, touch me. So calculate it and make sure that you stay away during that period. Okay. Any other tip? You know, that's practical. Any other tip, please? Don't even go for prayer meeting, right? <laughs> Praise God. Um, I feel you, um, you have to be intentional about every, de every decision. Uh-uh. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I said you have to be intentional about what you do. So don't um, find yourself in environments that are too conducive so um i think if you are in a place that is public in a place where you find people um you would not you know your body will not be doing gish gish but if you are you are staying where nobody is we <laughs> are staying in enclosed private environments all the time definitely all these temptations will come so i think you need to be intentional about the decisions you make thank you okay i think um what he has said is a very important principle 
Yeah, we talk about self-control. Self-control is a good, a good, um, the fruit of the, is one of the fruit of the spirit. Self-control. But you know, to make self-control easy to be achieved, you create the right environment for yourself. So you are not fighting, I will have self-control, I will have self-control, you know. You don't put yourself in compromising difficult situation where your self-control will be challenged to show you are strong. But you can spend that energy creating the right environment around you. Praise God. So you won't say, oh, I have self-control. You confess it, you preach, you speak it, and then you say, oh, Ah, this guy, we are, we are, we are friends. We are just, we are going out. Let's and we connect spiritually. You know, it's not canal. You know, let's go and do prayer meeting. You know, or vigil in his house. I say, oh, let's pray. We are going to pray all night and bind all the devil in our future. You know, that prayer meeting will not end in prayers. We already know something else because your body, like you said, your body can call for touch. You can call for attention. And like I always say, even a virgin knows that sex is not bitter. You know? So you know it's, it's, it's something that is there. So create the environment that will help you to fulfill your intention and your decision. Amen. So let's move on. What else did we learn last week? Appearance. Okay. You look good. You look clean, tidy, presentable. Don't look rough, don't look dirty. You know, personal hygiene. Do we need to talk about that? No, we all know that, right? Uh, what else? Okay, she said that we shouldn't enter into marriage for the wrong reasons. Okay. E.g., money, looks, shapes, and that money develops wings and flies. You know, okay, so you don't think it's better to cry in Dubai than to cry in Lagos? You know, no, people say that, like, you say, eh, it may be wrong, it may be this, but he has money, at least. If he's treating me badly, I'll go and cry in Dubai. It's better to cry in Dubai than crying in Lagos. Is that a fact? I'll be all crying, I'll cry. <laughs> no, 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 some people may disagree. Let's talk, let's not. A whole cries, cries. Or oh, there are different kinds of crying. <laughs> So you don't mind going to cry in Dubai, Abi? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. Praise God. What else did we learn? No. Okay. Okay. What you do now in your relationship affects your marriage. No, I think it's at the back. No, this one is pertaining to the cry. If, like, let me say four years ago, I read one graphic uh, design, cartoon. They said it's better to, to smile on a bicycle than <laughs> to cry um, in the jeep. But now, they now twist the, the, the whole story. It's better to cry in the jeep than to cry on the bicycle. So the thing is just messed up. So the, 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 the reality is that even the Bible says uh, in Proverbs, it's better to live with, um, uh, with minimal and you are happy 
compared to the state of being having abundance in and yet there's no joy there's no peace just now they twisted everything before it was it's your department now so if the mic is not working we should we should explain why <laughs> okay. before it was like if you can it's better to smile in lagos than to cry in dubai but now they've changed everything it's better to cry in dubai <laughs> okay so any other person okay great okay i learned that um we should we should know that we are getting married for to populate god's kingdom and not for ourselves like the, the reason why we're going to marriage is not always like for the sex and all the sweet things it's about populating god's kingdom in general thank you praise god first corinthians seven let's look at that i think it's a scripture she read you know we're going to do a lot of questions what else who else wants to talk Okay, let me read the notes sent to me. You know, some of the things we have not said. Um, we need to build, prepare ourselves for, to become the, like the person you want to marry, to attend marriage seminars and programs. And one of, that's one of the reasons why we have something like this. Um, you know, don't ever think it's too early to learn. The best time to learn is before marriage. Preparation time is never wasted time. In anything in life, preparation time is never wasted time. You want to be great, you want to be rich, start preparing to be rich now. You want to be successful in marriage, in life, start preparing to be successful now. So you might be thinking, oh, marriage is for me, it's the next 10 years. Why are they? Yes, learn it now, 10 years early, so that you can make better choices, you can make better decisions. Okay? Then, divorce is not an option. Don't go with the, with the mentality that. Uh, if it doesn't work out, I'll quit. Don't have that mentality. Have a mentality of um, going in for the long goal, for life, and there's no exit plan. So that one will help you to even make a better decision. Say God hates divorce. Uh, we, uh, we said premarital sex is dangerous. It's foundation for distrust. In marriage, I should not cheat on Jesus. He says, never marry a non-believer. Marry your kind. Marry your kind. You know, after every seminar now, we ask questions. Somebody will still send that question in. Uh, but it's, a, it's not a non-believer, but it's a good one. You know, I just wonder, we have spent, we have spent one month teaching on this. But, you know, it's always hard to move on. You know, like the guy that had the form of godliness, but not much. You know, we always look for that. He says, the gift of the spirit can be fake, but the fruit of the spirit is what we should look at. Look at the fruit in the person you are going out. He said, then develop friendship. Develop friendship. You know, make friends. Don't always have intentions. So you just make friends. And you know, anything can happen. You can be friend. Maybe you, you to be a friend or a friend of a friend or a friend introduces to a friend and all that. So learn to be friendly and make friends. So watch out for compatibility, spirit, soul, and body. And she advised that at least two of these spirits and one other, not just two. Don't say we, ma we match in soul and body. Yes, now. So please, spirit, spirit, you know, you know that, that spiritual connection. 
Watch out for red flags. No one can change a man. Only the Spirit of God does change a man. So don't say, I'm going to make him the one. I'm going to change him. You are not the Holy Spirit. Hmm? You know, some people want to change people, and there are people in your life that you have not changed forever. You know, you have people in your life, your family, that you have lived with for 20 years, 10 years, you have not changed them, and you want to change someone. And then, most importantly, the Holy Spirit should be consulted before certainly choosing a life partner. Also to trust God because he has my best interest at heart. Mm. Praise God. I want to dwell a bit on the red flags. He didn't say much on that, but I will, I will share a bit. So what are some of the red flags we should watch, watch out for? Guys, let's talk. We had a very good uh, Bible study teaching on that. You know, some of us don't come for Sunday school. Please, let's come. We have a lot of um, very helpful and it's just 8.30, 8.30 to 9, you know, we learn a lot. So, what are some red flags we should watch out for? Let's, let's move around. Let's, let's, let's speak to this. What are some red flags we should watch out for? Please, you can be asking questions. You don't have to make comments alone. We are already, you can ask questions. You know, this service we go here and where we So, ask your questions, make comments, whatever you feel like talking about. Okay. So, what are some red flags we should watch out for? Praise God. I think um, one very important red flag I think everyone should is anger. Anger, okay. Because during our Sunday school the other time, we were, we were teaching, and our teacher made an example about a guy that drops his fiance on the way because he was angry. He just left her, not minding what we happened to her. So that was the kind of stuff you should watch for, like look out for. A guy that can help you there, he will not mind pushing you into a lagoon because he's angry. So I think anger is what we should look out for. Praise God. Okay, anger. Small thing. Bah. Okay. What else? Dun. Dun. Yeah, dun. I think I think this one ties into um, values and um, having the right friends around. I think not having someone they are accountable to as individuals and even as a team where you don't have somebody that can look you in the face and then ask you, did you do this? Did you stick to this? Why did you do this? Okay. You said, let's, let's calm there a bit. What did you say? Does anybody understand what he said? Mariah, can you throw more light on what he said, please? He said we should be accountable. If you're in a relationship, you should have someone. You should have a shepherd or someone who oversees the relationship. A oh. mentor also, that you give account of what is going on. And it's, the person is actually creating a proper guide as to how you should go about it. Because trust me, you can't do it on your own. Okay. Uh, Monday, Marcus. Immaculate.
you know, helps us and we need to be, you know, when, we, when we take advices from them, you know, anyone, when, when a man is not accountable, you should run from that man. Okay. Yeah, so that's just the, okay. Briefly. Okay, why do we think that is particularly dangerous for marriage? Why is it? Where is the mic? You can, you can project your voice. That's critical. You know, if you have someone and there's nobody that he can, you know, there are people like that, that there's nobody in their life that can, that can tell them anything. Not even their father, not their mother, not an uncle, not anybody. It's just the most important person in the world, in his world. So the day he acts crazy, you're on your own. Because he's not accountable, he's not, he can just take any decision. And they get tired of you too. It's just a decision. And you know, sometimes uh, in marriage, you there can be rocky moments. There can be periods of disagreement. There can be issues. There can be conflicts. You guys don't want to hear that, right? You don't want to hear that. Okay. You don't. People don't put that one on Facebook. <laughs> eh? They don't put that one on Facebook. So you are not. You are not, uh, you don't feel, you, you know, people put, like they said, somebody that they are even slapping, you still put, you put, you bring out the best in me. Eh? Are you Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because people like to package, you know, put out the nice sweet, oh, they are having dinners, you know, dancing, movies, and all. Oh, and every, and this is, I say, ah, voila, for everyone who gets, and everybody is under pressure. Because everybody is putting the sweet lives. But if you x-ray sometimes, they have extreme difficult moments, conflicts, situations that are even threatening the relationship to end it. So don't be moved by all the things you see on social media. And that's why it's important that someone has a mentor in his life that he's accountable to. That okay, you have issues of conflict, of this, this discord, or big situations that can help you to, that can guide you in such situations, in such difficult moments. And even the process of making a choice of marriage, sometimes you need guidance more than you know. But we just feel that we can, it's a decision you can take on your own. Very well, you can take on your own. But sometimes it goes through a process. You get a better decision when, they, when the process is guided. You know, there's something called the optimism bias. We are all very optimistic about ourselves. You know, if they, we all feel that the chances of negative things happening to us is very low. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You all feel that. You are, you are, it's very low, but it's most likely to happen to other people. But it's not likely to happen to you. But when we talk about positive, so they can see what you don't, you're not seeing. So that's the place of guidance. 
you know that's why sometimes when you are people talk to me about the relationship i want to know what 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 your friends think i want to know what your parents think i want to know what your pastor thinks you know it's just to be sure that you have gone through a process and for me that process of endorsement is more important than going to a mountain to pray or to pray for you that you are going to a prophet who has told you that your destiny is matching You know, we do that, right? Say, uh, we are going to Ekiti. And usually those prophets, sometimes they are not even in Lagos. So you run to Ekiti to go and somebody to tell you whether your, your destiny is, how do they call it? Your own jam, what's it? I don't know. And you know, some of us, we believe that we are Christians. We don't want to do such things. So we contract it out. You send your mother. At least I'm not. <laughs> you know, your mother is going there to the one Baba somewhere. And at least I'm not the one that went. She went on my behalf. But you are still going to take feedback. So you are sent her indirectly. You go and check your stars. Or your moon. Praise God. So what are the other warning signs? Warning signs. She has said some. Okay. Um, any other one? Yes. Red Praise flag. God. Red flag. Praise God. Yeah. I think if he or she appears perfect all the time. Mm. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. I don't understand that too. Come, come, come. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. You are spoken. Let's let's digest it. You know, all of you are saying mm. the people that are saying mm. come and decode the mm. No, wait, 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 wait. He or she appears perfect all the time. Who? Ubi, Ubi, can you throw light on that, please? Let's. I want to hear what you have to say, Hannah. I think in the sense that he doesn't do the, your partner doesn't do wrong. You've never caught him do wrong. He's never angry. He's always perfect. Things are always falling in the right places for the person. He doesn't. The way, like. You are a human being. You're supposed to act in it. There are some things you act, but he doesn't do that. He's always just perfect. What if he's just a perfect guy? (laughs) There's no no perfect person. (laughs) Okay. Somebody else. Agree or disagree? Okay, um, number one, even Christ had times where he was very upset. So if a man doesn't get upset or a lady doesn't get upset on some things, there are things you would do. He would tell you, I don't like this. I don't like this. But the ability for him to get upset and you guys will still come back together, that shows that he's a human. So if all these things, he doesn't react to anything, he's never upset, my brother... That is a big red flag. Okay. Thank you. So maybe if he doesn't... If he doesn't... Uh, you know, maybe he's working too hard to please you, right? You know, how have you seen Coming to America, the original one? What kind of food do you like? Whatever kind of food you like. <laughs> 
What kind of music you like? Do you like? Whatever kind of music you like. So there's no conflict. You just they agree with everything. Okay. Okay, any other red flag, please? Let's let's go on. Okay, there's a gentleman in front here. Go on. The way he or she treats people around him, especially his, his or her subordinates. Thank you. I saw a post somewhere yesterday. It said, if he's, if, he's in, if he's nice to you and rude to the waiter, he's not nice. So it's not the way he treats you. Look at the way he treats others. Because everybody, you want something now, you can be nice to one person. You can devote your life to one person to make one person happy. Good morning, George. If he's not independently caring for himself. If he's not independently caring for himself. Okay. Independently preparing for himself. For himself. I feel in a generation where so many men, to the point of marriage, live in their parents' house, they are not supporting and working for themselves. Their mama's boy. So I feel he must be working and supporting himself to the point of marriage. He's not fit for marriage if he's not working and supporting. And the mistake so many women do is going to the marriage feel uh, expecting god's blessing in the marriage which doesn't work like that praise god he said he must be independent not a mama's boy you know so or a mommy's girl not the one that will be reporting your wife to your mommy every week do you mommy do you know she didn't cook this too well i mean the the the, the soup she cooked oil on one side salt on one side everything on. okay so um, she's saying that he said something that the mistake some people make is that they expect that marriage will change people. You know, marriage does not necessarily have to change people. It doesn't always change people. So you just feel that miraculously a ring will transform a man. I've seen people that go out with guys that, okay, the guy cheats a law, he's a womanizer and all that, but you believe that once he, I feel that he's the kind of guy that will respect marriage once he's married. But you know, not necessarily. If you are stupid and you get married, what are you now? A stupid married person. Just a stupid man with a ring. So don't expect one dramatic transformation. Oh, you don't marry now, you don't change. Praise God. So who else? Who else is saying something? Somebody is. Okay. You have spoken. Who has not spoken? Precious, please. Praise the Lord. Okay, what about if the man is always lying? For example, um, he's in maybe Lekki and he's lying that he's in um, Ikeja. And you understand? Like maybe he's talking on the phone. Hey, right now I'm in Ikeja. In fact, I've not even with the island at all. What do you think? <laughs> you don't get. Okay, praise the Lord. Like someone who is lying, I don't know if it's a red flag someone who is lying that he's somewhere else. Meanwhile, he's with someone. I have heard people who make calls, like, and I'll be so shocked, like, in this world, people make calls that, right now, I mean, Kaduna, meanwhile, they're in Lagos with me, I'm seeing them, and I'll be like, wow, so is it a red flag? Or maybe he's just lying in location, he has a, you understand, okay. lying in location. Praise <laughs> God. I don't understand. Are you asking whether Wait, wait. Are you trying to ask whether he's actually wrong or maybe he's having Google Map issues? <laughs> maybe it might be a faulty GPS. You know? <laughs> GPS don't spoil. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 wait. Cool down. 
You know, sometimes we try to impress, we try to impress people a lot, particularly maybe guys, you know, want to impress a lady and all that. I remember those early days of um, GSM. You know, it was very expensive to call. I know, and a guy was calling my sister. So, and he was trying to fake that he was calling using his GSM line and, you know, because he was talking for long. Because he was calling a landline. I don't know what they call it. Is it Rester or what those things? I don't know what. And he doesn't know that he has caller ID. So he was also calling from a landline in his office. And I was talking for long. And I, was, oh, my and I said, what, how important is that? That you can't just be honest. So you just say, oh, you're yeah, what? Speaking, spending a lot of money to call. You know? So the man that is in uh, Mushi, that is in, say he's in Lekki, please. So, any more red flags? Okay, let me read some more. Let me read some more from our outline then. And we talk about um, irrational jealousy. Is that one, you can manage that one. It's just jealous. Anyway, who is that guy you're talking to? Who is that girl? Who is that? Check your phone. Who is that? Who is this last call? I saw you, you spoke with Shade at 12.22 on Wednesday. Who is Shade? And even you don't remember the Shade. Deception. Like what you just talked about. Describe to be in control, dominate the other partner. Physical abuse. You guys didn't talk about that. It's not a red flag. Add reset. Or it's just a slap. Run, please. Physical, emotional abuse. What of emotional abuse? What of um, verbal abuse? Or somebody that insults you, that makes you feel unworthy. That you are stupid, you are no good, you are... You know, people are in relationships like that and they can't move on. Why? Why do you think it's hard to move on? You know, love, they think... Fear of the unknown, Abby. So many reasons. History. You say, they have known us together. What will people say? What will people say? They have known us together. Please, all those sentiments are... People are dying and having such sentiments. What will people say? And then, you know, you, are, you know when you are going out with someone, normally, many times, you have the same group of friends. So you're all intertwined. So if you move away from the circle, everybody will stop talking to you. I know people that have experienced that. They broke up and then you lose a, whole, you lose a large number of friends because they feel that you betrayed their friend or whatever. Frank, you want to talk to that? Okay. Um, I just wanted to ask if this is a red flag or not. When the lady is always like expect, expecting you to bring like all the time, like you're the one giving, she's not willing to like drop... Uh, He's a tax, tax collector, is And you're just giving, giving. As in, is this, is it like you're doing your responsibility? Okay. Is it like you're doing your responsibility or, or is it a red flag red that? Flag, red flag, red flag. Okay. Please, who wants to answer him? He said, you are doing your responsibility. What responsibility is that one? To be the only one giving, Abby. Okay, I want a, I want a response from a lady and a, and a guy, please. Praise the Lord. You always give in to the lady. Most time. Like when you are married, it's your responsibility. They are not married. Okay, go on, go on. Okay, hold on. Okay, as a young lady, if you are not independent, you are not ready for marriage. At least to some point, you should be able to provide some things for yourself. should be able to cater 
for yourself. I'm answering the question now. It's a red flag. A lady should be able to take care of herself. Hold on. She should be able to take care of herself. She should not just depend on the guy for everything. Thank you. Okay, Christian wants to talk to that. Praise God. Um, I think um, the greatest love story ever told was Christ, and it was sacrificial. Mm. So whoever says I love you, and he or she cannot let go of something that will follow you, the person does not love you. So it should be both ways. It should never be one way. There's something you can buy. Hmm? Even if you don't have money, there's still some, something you can buy. You can stretch yourself, and that will show commitment. Out of my sweat, I got you this. Not that you're a tax collector, always, always receiving, buy me this, buy me that. I'm making unrealistic demands. Okay. Um, what else do we have here? We are spoken about uh, uh, hot temper. Somebody spoke about that. We can break the TV if he's angry. Uh, cruelty towards animals. Is that a red flag? <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Somebody, you see him, you go to his house and you see he's angry, he's kicking his dog. You foolish. You think, you think, and he's very nice to you. But he's very nasty to even the animals. You know, it's a, it's a sign. It can be a sign of greater things. You know, like somebody said, if you want to know, you know, on the lighter note, somebody said something. They said, um, they said, if you want to know a wicked man, look at the way he kills mosquitoes or give cockroaches. <laughs> you know? See, so he wants to kill it like this. Why is it? He's out saying, kill Okay, okay. Well, let's leave that by side. But cruelty to animals. Just kicking your dog, you know, stabbing him, you know, but it's a sign of, of who the person is. Adherence to unscriptural traditional values. Attempts to isolate the other person from me, so our friends and family. You know, there's someone that, there are people that just, just separates you from every other person. He wants to be in control. Because he just wants you, you, you. You know, I told someone, I, I said to some people, I said, don't think the guy is crazy about you. Maybe he's just crazy. You know, he's just a move about you. You think he's crazy about you, but the guy is just crazy. He's all focused on you, focused on you. No space, no time, you know. I've seen people do, people have done crazy things just to be with the girl they like. So don't think the attention is, is sometimes the, some attention can be unhealthy. Because you need your own space. You need your, you need me time, Abby. Um, attempts to isolate a show of dislike for being lost. Doesn't like anybody in your family. He's always complaining about your family. He's always talking bad about your brother, about your sister, about your... Please, watch out. Defiance of to spiritual matters. Drug or alcohol abuse. Smoking, disrespect for boundaries, privacy, personal space, or low moral values. If you see any of these warning signs or other strange behaviors, 
please pray and seek advice from your spiritual leader or marriage counselor before you say I do. But somebody said something. He said some of these indicators may not be visible until after the wedding takes place because some people are skilled at hiding their true nature or change with circumstance. Do we agree? Can we look at this? Is it possible for somebody to hide who he really is for years in a relationship? We are talking now. Let's talk. Let's talk. What do we think? Can we hide who we really are from someone? You are in a relationship with, with somebody for... You don't know he's, you don't know that he smokes Indian hemp until you marry him. Is it possible? You don't know that he gets very violent. He gets very angry until you marry him. How is this possible? What do you think? Okay. Where's the mic? Signs that okay when we were talking about red flags i wanted to mention unforgiveness like if you're in a mm. relationship somebody that finds it difficult to forgive you maybe you offend the person and the person you're begging for forgiveness the person will say maybe is somebody that is in the same church with you or you pray together you're in the same group the person will tell you let me go and pray about it something that you can forgive the person you will say let me go and pray about it Later, you will still ask the person, please, are you forgiving me? The person will say, I will talk to you later. Maybe later, the person will not give you condition. If you do it again, this is what will happen and that is what will happen. Maybe you will never do it again because you don't want to lose the person. Then finally, when you two get married, you will now find out that this person was an, is a hot-tempered person. That time that he used to tell you, let me go and pray about it. When it is marriage, he will just use something close to him and hit on you. <laughs> okay. And she said something in that, you know, as part of why we say he's out to move on. You don't want to lose him. Sometimes it's best that you lose him or you lose her. Even as difficult as that um, situation may be, the best thing for your happiness is for you to be apart. So don't look at, um, I don't want to lose him, I don't want to lose her. If it's abusive, another. Is anybody? Okay, you want to say something? Yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In, contribu in contribution to what she said, I think it's a li there's a true life story about one of my aunts. She got married last two years to a man that used to be very caring and, you know, adoring and so caring. So after marriage, she got to know that this guy is very violent and very, very um, annoying. Like sometimes he just, he doesn't overlook things like that. Like it takes little things so serious. So they got divorced and later on she moved on. So what I'm trying to say is this. Sometimes we are in a relationship that there are some behaviors that we can correct. And because of the fear of losing that partner, you just find it difficult to show it off because you want to keep it and pretend to be, to be nice and kind to that your partner. Whereas you're just hiding it from yourself. Then after marriage, you now show your true color and that ends the relationship or the marriage. So you just have to you know, be true to yourself and to your partner. So that is it. Praise God. So usually there are signs. You may not be 
Okay, let's hear from Maurice. Usually there are signs. Somebody that is slapping may graduate to beating. Somebody that is abusing you may subject you to some very cruel behaviors after you are married. Okay. Toby, the mic is coming to you. You will share with us what you, you share with the church next. Okay, um, the question was that um, can someone truly hide his character for a very long time? I believe um, in a relationship, it is, it is wise for you to test each other or test test your your girlfriend or the person you're in a relationship with your boyfriend test them ask them questions oh so and so is owing me so and so what do you think i should do what do you think i should do about so so it's it's good to put each other to test to see to know the kind of person you are in relationship with so so that you don't fall into error those kind of things people cannot they cannot really really when you put someone to test you they will uh, you, they will think that they have your own best interests, and that they will give you all sorts of advice. So you can use that to measure okay. up. Okay. Like, say somebody is owing me, and what did he say? Okay, let's go and beat him up. Get boys to go and beat him up. You know, or say, okay, just pray for him that you you pray. Okay, Toby, please. Praise God. So I was just um, commenting on the story he said. But then the truth of the matter is that oftentimes than not, you see these signs, but then you might just ignore it. Because God cannot... Love is blind. Yes, love is blind, but then there are times, because it's not possible that someone is violent and a person will hide it like 100% that you never, ever, ever see the person display. You can't hide violence now. Like it's just one day. So I feel that most of these red flags... The reason why, like you said, you should be accountable to someone is because there are things that you wouldn't see from your, because you are in love, now you wouldn't see it. But when you are accountable to someone, when you have people that you talk to, they help you analyze certain things so that you have to be correct in case you are heading the wrong way. Okay. Um, some told next. You said marriage is blind, right? I mean, love is blind. They say marriage is the eye opener you know some gifts of healing will just come and those blindness will will, will, will fizzle away and you go see clearly well usually sorry you say once you say i do you are done <laughs> okay Something. um i also feel that you should ask god for to maybe expose anything that you don't know about your partner okay because it's very important like i was in a relationship and for a while and I've never been so dead or so low in my spiritual life than I was when I was with him and then I was like okay so I got to the point that I knew that God was telling me to leave <laughs> but I was still in love <laughs> so um I now okay I one day I was just I woke up crying and I'm like okay God how am I going to do this okay um, just, I, don't, I was just praying, I said, God, just show me something about him that would just, like, trigger me. And even that day, when I met him, I had some conversations, and he said some certain things that just, like, just exposed, like, some really red flags, especially about his, like, Christian life. Like, he's a Christian, but it's not that... It's not, not much. Christ- yeah, not much. So, one of the things he said just really put me off, and like, okay that God actually um, showed this side. And so I just, 
that was the, one of the like reasons I just um, left and surrender. So getting insight from God to help you to find out, not only by yourself, because some things you don't know, but asking God for whatever it is that's hidden that you don't know that might be toxic later on is also important. Thank you. Give Jomi the, the Jomi. Yes. Share what you are. You are not with us. You are lost. Just say something. So, um, basically, uh, in so whatever you do in your relationship, the most important thing is to always have the leading of God. Um, if, as long as you pray for God to direct you and you know, open your eyes to the right things and the right person, I believe you will be fine. And also, um, beyond... You have a question. Good. You will not just say, oh, will I find somebody else if I move on? Will I... We have history. We have this. And somebody is slapping you or insulting you or, and you are still putting up with it. Just because you don't place a value on yourself. You know, marriage is for two complete people. So it's not somebody, it's not two halves. It's two complete people. You know, you are complete in Christ. You are complete in him. So it's not a woman coming to complete you, a man coming to complete you. You are 100% already. Praise God. So don't think, oh, this guy, he gives this part of me and does all this for me and if it's abusive and it's not unhealthy, learn to move on. Somebody wanted to say something, yeah? Um, what that? Okay. You have a question, please. Let's have your question. Then one other thing I wanted to mention, Daniel. One other thing I wanted to mention is that let's learn to forget the, the pain and disappointment of past relationships. Don't bring all the baggage from previous relationships to to your new one. Okay, we've all, you know, some people cannot move on from what happened to them 10 years ago. You are still thinking, oh, all, so you have that lens in which you look at the world. All guys are like this. All ladies are like this. But it's not necessary. Maybe just were with uh, someone that was not, that had issues. So learn to make a right choice and don't judge people based on past experience. And learn to move on from pain. Daniel, please. Praise God. Um, my first question is this. Is bestie allowed in marriage? Second, my second question is also is this. Um, I know most people... What most do you mean by bestie? Please. Okay, you um, see? The, second question, the second question will explain it. The second question will explain it. Okay, because most people pay, don't pay attention to the fact that um, in their relationships, they don't confide in each other. They feel it's okay. And sometimes, or most of the time, you always, um, when the thing is like serious, maybe when they end up getting married, it, it becomes an issue because, um, let, let me say personally now, I'm not married, but I'm just making a scenario, right? It won't, I, won't, I won't feel it would make sense if um, my partner cannot discuss some personal issues with me and she's going to tell her, her best thing quote outside. She can't confide, she doesn't trust me enough to tell me such issues and she's going outside to tell someone. So, is it 
is he is he okay is he allowed is he a red flag is this or is am i the one that is thinking you know the the other way around or thinking okay longer? so okay it doesn't matter if it's a male or female bestie okay let's uh, let's allow pastor care to answer that please she has over 25 years in marriage. Please, let's put our hands together. Let's celebrate. Sorry. I lost the question at the point. He says he's having a best friend allowed in marriage. As in, he's, he's like, is it a red flag if you are in a relationship with someone, either male or female, and the person does not tell you some things but goes out to tell her best friend or his best friend, but he can't discuss it with you. Is it a red flag that... When we get into marriage, this thing will continue and may hurt the marriage. Okay, praise the Lord. Um, the answer is yes and no. Because it depends on how long your relationship is already. If um, your relationship is still very early, very young, then it may not be a red flag at that time. Because obviously, the person had friends before becoming that close to you. However, as your relationship grows, it should naturally diminish the closeness the partner has with the other friends. So if your relationship has grown to a certain level and you can still see the signs that he or she cannot discuss some things with you, then yes, it becomes a red flag. So even long before you get married, it could be a red flag. Yes. And let me just put this forward. I actually personally don't believe in um, having a partner, close partner, close enough that you will are almost getting married and you should have some things you cannot share with that person. That is definitely a danger red flag. Danger red. Danger, danger red. I don't know if I've answered. Yeah. Okay. Because your relationship could have started off from like an upside down V far apart but gradually as you grow together you must meet you must get to the extent where him or she alone must be able to you must be able to share things with yourselves that you 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 don't you shouldn't have somebody else then what is the best friend for what why is the person becoming your partner obviously when you get married you will be able to, you will keep things from each other. And that alone is a destroyer. Is a destroyer. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. I think he did justice to that. Any questions? Any more questions? Don't allow people to pressure you. Hmm? Let them not check your clock for you. Don't allow yourself to be pressured by your friends. How you know it can be awkward? You know, everybody, you know, in your circle of friends, they have, uh, they, have they have boo, they have bay, they have... Uh, and they are harassing you with pictures and all that. So don't allow yourself to be pressured. Um, can I? Lord, should you be afraid to investigate someone? I say this because obviously no, nobody is perfect. But I feel like the more you keep researching them, the more you find things you're not comfortable with. So at the same time, I'm... I feel like there should there's a certain fear to investigate the person, like um, how the person rolls, like how he how he how he treats people, 
and all those things. So should you be afraid to investigate and should you be afraid not to? Okay. Let me answer that uh, very directly. Don't be afraid to find out what you need to do about someone. You know, part of the fear is what if I find the wrong things and it ends? You know, and that's why some of you don't even want a, a mentor or a pastor to know about your relationship. What if they tell me, point out things? And, you know, and there are people that we have probably pointed the wrong things and they have had to eventually take that painful decision of breaking up. And they are grateful today that they did because it was right for them. Everything was wrong about it, but they were the only ones seeing the right things. So don't be afraid to find out what you want to about the person, maybe how he does and all that, you know, how, how he behaves, how he conducts his affairs and all that. So whatever you need to know what the pointers that are pointing to some uh, negative behaviors and habits, don't, don't, don't wish them away. Look at it and praise God. Do you say something? Okay. Quickly. Aside from looking at the red flags also, but I'm bringing some back to self. You yourself, your personal character. Because if someone has, um, if angry, or you have some kind of unrelated character, it's very easy to misjudge. You understand? It's very easy to pick wrongs. Because some of us, we are not disciplined. Some of us, we have not put ourselves together. And we begin to misjudge some things that are not meant to be called as what red flag. I've, I've spoken to some persons, I've made friends with some persons, and they, what they expect from others, they themselves can't even deliver. So I'm bringing it back home. Have you developed yourself enough? Are you, have you developed patience in, within you? Are, you? are you understanding? What kind of the level of your understanding? Are you able to accommodate are you ready? Do you understand that? Okay, if you are living with somebody, it's 50 50. You must not always be right. You understand? You must not always win the argument. It's, there are some things that, when we distract ourselves, it's very easy to pick what you don't like and overlook some other things. Okay, very important. You need to build character. You know, and that's why sometimes, the, like I was telling someone, I said, sometimes the, when you want to get married, you do counseling. Sometimes it's inadequate because we are trying to teach people to have a good marriage when they don't have a good life. So character is built, developed over time. It's not just about learn this, what you do in marriage, this is what you do. You're, you default to your natural settings on how you behave, on how you respond to situations when they come. It's not based on just what they have taught you maybe a few weeks or a few months to your marriage. So that's why you have a duty of personal, personal development and building your character. Brother Ugo, you have something for us. Let me hear from you. You know, we've, we've not seen you in a long time, so. Morning, everyone. Morning. Um, for the topic that's been talked about right now, all I just have to say is 
we had a seminar like this in school and one of the things the preacher actually highlighted was love God sorry love God before you love any other person basically make sure you love God first so build a strong relationship and connection with God before you like love any other person because he will always lead you and direct you in the right way Thank you. That was good enough. Love God before you love any other person. Because God is love. Okay. Please, I want questions more now. Questions, 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 questions. Please, if it's not a question, say it in 15 seconds. Praise God. Okay, I was discussing with my mom and I was asking her, what about churches when it comes to churches? For example, um, someone who is in the Catholic um, church and you are in the Pentecostal church and you understand for example I have a friend who wanted to get married to this lady and all of a sudden they broke up because the lady felt that um, she cannot leave a church or anything that is related to a church to go to a Catholic church or something so what is it a red flag when it comes to churches Catholic Pentecostal or whatever what do you think Okay. You know, um, that question is, does not have a general answer, like what you expect. What is the situation of, and it's not even about churches. When we talk about being in Christ, do they both have a relationship with the Lord? And then it's not everybody that can cope from going from a kind of church to another kind of church if the the ideologies, the teachings, the doctrines are totally different, or you don't even believe in them, and there are a conflict, I mean, at variance with what you believe, it can always, it will always be an issue for, for, for strife and conflict. You know, when they say, marry your kind, you know there are people in your, even in your own church that are not your kind, and they love God. They love God like you love God, but they are just not your kind. So how much more? Different doctrines, different faith, different. So it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be a deal breaker. So that's why we have to know specifics, what the issues, what churches are we talking about, what, who are the people involved, what is their relationship with God, before we can give a final answer to that. Thank you. Somebody, another question somewhere? Okay. Jennifer. Yes, marriage is deep. My question is the case of intermarriage because um, it's really a serious thing. I I want I want to be educated on the the do's and don'ts because it's something we neglect in the now. Like you're doing my intermarriage, intertribal. Intertribal marriage. Yes, like the. Or going abroad to marry a white girl or something. <laughs> or something. The, the intermarriage is. Uh, I meant to say. So what exactly? What you know? There's no question. What's the question? For instance, because um, I was listening. To, I always listen to a program on Thursdays on um, I think one o one o one point five. So Mr. Theo Akatuba, he was teaching about intermarriage, and he made an example of a woman that went that got married. So, and I can't remember the exact tribe. 
So she got married to this man, and um, she didn't get to know about the, the customs and tradition of that person she got married to. So finally, to cut the story short, the man died, and it was a, bur a burial rite for her. her pe the people of her husband told her that um, she needed to do uh, a particular thing, and she said no, that she wasn't going to do it. So they left her to bury the dead for herself. So um, the thing is, my question is, I don't even know. <laughs> You don't know. Okay, give her, please take the mic. She doesn't know her question. But I guess you are, you know, I think something like this came up last week and she talked about inter-tribal marriages that you can't really give a, it's not a one cap fit all. You need to know the specifics. But usually, learn about the culture you are getting into, learn about the culture, learn what is ac acceptable. Because you can even, unknowingly upset your in-laws or your people because you don't they you are not maybe the way they greet maybe you you lie on the floor and roll on the floor to greet and there are cultures where you probably it's okay to just say to just do handshake or whatever and you go to your in-law instead of they're expecting you to roll on the floor and you are shaking uh, you know so so learn about the culture you're going to but Many times when people say, don't marry from this side, don't marry from this side, sometimes it's just a bias that is not well-founded. You know, the funny thing is, somebody is saying, don't marry from this tribe. And sometimes, the people that are saying it, they didn't marry from those tribes, and they are even separated. Do you get my point? Don't marry a Yoruba man. Or you, you are giving me this advice. You didn't marry your Obama and you are separated. You marry from your own tribe. So it's, it's complex. That's the irony. But some of these things do come up. So, but there are ways to deal with them. And, um, you know, they love pastor. Some people have, uh, okay. My question, yes, I have a question. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So my question is, uh, is this. Is, is it correct for me to get married to a man because I am now pregnant for him? He's ready to marry me. I'm ready to marry him, but I'm now pregnant. Should that now be a reason to say, ah, well, because I am pregnant, then I have to marry him? Okay. You know, so who wants to help us? You know, is 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 let's assume we know that you have made a mistake. You should not be sleeping with him, but you know, you you didn't. You have made that mistake again. So, will marrying be another mistake or just the right course of action? Praise God. In my opinion. If the guy is ready to marry you and the lady is ready to marry the guy and the mistake happened, I think if the both of them are interested in getting married to each other, they should move on. Okay. But if the guy is not interested and the lady is interested, I think the guy eventually is getting married to the lady out of pity and that shouldn't be accepted. Okay. Any other thing? Maurice. 
I think they still get they still need to get to know each other. You cannot just because we um People people can people can know themselves for a week and just um and and sleep together and it can then the inevitable happens. I I, I believe they they still need to go through the process of mar getting get to getting married. I believe they still need to go through courtship. They still they love it's a very, very terrible a very, very terrible mistake to get into marriage because you are pregnant. A lot of things can go south and you start going from one vigil to another to 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 repair repair it. So uh I don't I don't think I don't think it's right. They still need to go don't don't bypass the process. You still need to go through the process. Thank you. Thank you. So don't it's not it's not a reason to tell you I must marry him. Okay. Last comment on that, Abby. Yeah. Basically I can remember some fifteen years ago my brother had the same issue. He 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 was opportunity to impregnate a lady and um, <laughs> Yeah, let me use that's the, that's the word. That's the word. I mean, <laughs> okay, okay. He impregnated a lady and um, he came to meet me. Being a young Christian, I didn't know how to handle it. I told him, You've made a mistake, you fucked up big time. But, bro, you have to just marry this lady. I, I was speaking out of the facts, out of a very young understanding. But the truth is, he had someone he wanted to marry. He married her. And um, I think he didn't like that decision till tomorrow. Because it's actually, it's, it wasn't mutual. The lady forced herself on him. So, so, so it's, it's the question, the, the, the point is, it has to be a mutual agreement. It has to be, if it's not mutual from the onset, no matter how far you go, there'll be, there'll, this um, connectivity will not be there. And today, today they, are, they are still not friends of friends. Though they are, they are still married, but they are not friends of friends. So I learned from that, and I took my time. And, you know, things have to keep moving. Praise the <laughs> Okay. 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 Is the, the choice of words that you are debating. Okay, I have a question here. Written down, and I'm out of time, so please let's let's just wrap this up. But I want, I think Pastor Kerr will help us with this question. He said, "Is it good to marry early?" I don't know what you mean by early. I hope he's not 14. But I guess since this is not in church, so we know that what you mean. So is it good to marry early? Then second part of the question is, how can we encourage Christian guys to to marry with the small money they have. <laughs> come, come. You don't have to wait to blow before you marry. Is it good to marry early? First question, is it good to marry early? Number two, how can we encourage Christian guys to marry with the small money they have? Attempt all questions. Attempt all. 
Praise the Lord. You've already started to answer the first one. What do you mean early? What's the definition of early? Maybe yes, 20. it's good to marry early. So long as you are mature enough. So long as you tick some boxes. You are independent enough. Both parties are independent enough. Both parties are mature enough. Both parties understand what they are going into. And both parties are not going into because um, of any form of pressure or the other. So early, for some people, early is 20. For some people, early is 13. For some people, early is 30, 40. So it depends on what you mean by early. Then I think that um, the age that we can assume to be early is shifting per, per generation. Mm. It's shifting. So I don't know what you mean by early. Maybe if you had put an age, we can use this generation's thoughts to answer the question. In my time, if you married 25, you are late. Yes. If you marry 25, you are knocking on, you understand, but for you, it's not so. Am I right? Uh -huh. So it's, it's changing. In my mother's time, if you married 18, you're already running late. So it depends on the generation. It depends. It really, really depends. So that's for that. Abby? Yeah. Okay. Then how do we encourage Christian brothers to marry with the little that they have? That one eh, is a long thing. It's a very long, it will take, it will take another day, a whole day, another time of teaching to encourage them. But what I would always say, or what I would say is, I think that question should go to the ladies. Yes. Hey, ah, hey, hey, hey. You know? I think it should go really be pointed at yeah, 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 like, yeah. like how do we encourage Christian women to accept the small money that uh -huh. the Christian girls have so that's how, that's how I feel that question should be couched one thing that I will leave in our minds especially the women is this and it's one of the things that I am enjoying today I don't want to meet a made man I don't want to meet a made man no, I want to meet a man that we will make ourselves together. We will build together. Then you have a say. You have a say in everything. Uh, it's only the guys that are clapping. Don't go and walk. Eh? Don't go and walk, oh. Don't go and walk. Roll up your sleeves and do the dirty job now. Praise the Lord. So, ladies, look for the potential mm. and follow it. Find the potential. Find the potential. I'm talking of potential of integrity. Potential of honesty. Potential. Hard Find work. that potential. Praise the Lord. Let me... Amen. Say, don't marry ready made. Marry God will make. <laughs> Praise God. Can we let me have a comment on that from a lady? You've not said anything today. What do you think about that? What do you think? 
Nossa, a gente teria pra trás. Olha o take. Olha o advice. Depends on the person. Ok. I think that's a very good answer. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a good way of escape. <laughs> But really, it depends on the person. It's not everybody that is living in... You know, some people live in the slum, physically. But if you talk to them, you know, they are in their mind, they are out of the slum. Praise God. But so you, because you like he's talking about those seed that you see that you can flan to to flame, that you can fan the potential. But some people are in this slum, but there's nothing inside to take them out of that slum. So that's why you're not looking at where the person is now. And some people are in the in the finest places, but you know that this guy will end up in the slum. The way he's going. It's just what he has today is not, he can't last because it's his father's own. So it depends on the person, really. The kind of person, quality, quality that you see in the man or the woman. Question, last question. Let's close. This is not the end. You know, relationship issues. Pastor Kerr, I want to close. Can we close? Okay, he has raised his hand. Okay, let's let's have him before we close. We'll continue next week, don't worry. We have some little bring your questions. Let's continue next week. Hmm? Please sir, is it a must for someone to marry the person the the the, the Like is it a must I marry the person I divergent? Okay. PK. Please answer that question. <laughs> I think it's similar to the question you asked. Oh, praise the Lord. Is it a must to marry? Must. Must. The word there is must. To marry someone that you disvergent. Please, must. No. You disvergent someone outside wedlock is an error. Error upon error upon error. You can't keep digging when you find yourself in a hole. There's no must about it at all. So have I answered? Okay. You have to close. She wants to say something. Okay. Sorry, if I got that question right, I think he's saying someone that they've disvergent. Must oh. you marry? You must marry her. Okay. I think she has answered. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's look at this scripture. You didn't bring it up. First Corinthians seven thirty-three. You know, I don't want you to go home and say there was no Bible. We didn't even open Bible today. I said that's your church self. You know the gist, the yarn, you know. We don't even open Bible. He that is married care for the things of the world that they are of the world. 
how he may please his wife. You know, and you know that's the you know the preacher spoke last week, and that's about what mar- make marriage work. Work. I mean, two people trying to please each other. Two people trying to please each other. Two people trying to do the best for each other. To beat each other at giving, at loving, at caring, at paying attention. You know, not uh, slap and kick and you know abuse. Praise God. Let's bow down and talk to the Lord. Let's 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 talk to Him. I want you to talk to Jesus. Oh, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. I want you to pray that these words will not be wasted over you. That in your life, in your relationship, in your decision making, it will profit you. It will profit you. Let's pray. Let's pray. You know, one of the things that I didn't emphasize is about pray towards your future pray towards your marriage pray towards your family your children your husband your wife future pray pray commit it to the lord bless the man you know just like somebody was that poem talking about i'll wait for you and he was describing the kind of man that he is she is waiting for do you have that image in your mind can you call it for can you pray towards it talk to the lord and then pray for yourself that God will make you the right kind of person. You know, it's not about finding the right person, but about becoming the right person. Tell God, you have weaknesses in our lives. Let's ask the Lord to help us. You have some things that you need. Character flaws, unforgiveness. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. You know, and if you don't know Jesus or you walk away from him, this is a good time. You know, like our brother says, love the Lord before you love someone else. So ask the Lord, Lord, reconcile with him if you are apart from him. Say, God, have mercy on me. Help me to live for you, to love you with all my heart and with all my mind. In the name of Jesus. Close the prayers. Let us pray, Father.